You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? It is Monday, October 3rd, and this is the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Nick Costco, once again. Another recap episode for you as Oklahoma State got a big statement win on Saturday over Baylor as the top 10 Cowboys now thinking about maybe the college football playoff and as well as winning the Big 12 here in 2022. So to help me break it all down is going to be Cody Nagel of GoPokes.com, our 24-7 site for Oklahoma State coverage. Cody, let's bring you in now, man. I appreciate you joining me here this week. It's amazing, though. Oklahoma State, probably the quietest top 10 team we have out there in college football, but a solid, solid win over Baylor in that Big 12 championship rematch. What were, what were your biggest takeaways from this one? Yeah, I think we kind of learned that that Oklahoma State is legit this year again. Um, there was kind of a lot of doubters going into the matchup against Baylor. Um, Oklahoma State's non-conference schedule was, was pretty weak. Um, you know, they played Central Michigan, Arizona State, and an F- FCS program. So they really hadn't been tested a whole lot. So to go on the road, you know, get revenge against Baylor for that Big 12 title game loss last year, I think it says a lot about this this team this year that Mike Gundy has. So I wanted to talk about what this team is this year. Now, again, only four games in, so it's a smaller sample size. But again, this team was highly respected coming in. Now they've worked their way into firmly into the top 10 of all of these polls. And with a win like that over the defending Big 12 champs, and it was basically this conference was down between maybe Oklahoma State and Baylor. Obviously, Oklahoma, the Sooners, they look pretty shaky over the weekend as well again. So, I mean, was this expected of Oklahoma State coming into 2022? Or is it going to be one of those things where, you know what, it's probably going to be Oklahoma, it's probably going to be Baylor again, and Oklahoma State's probably going to be in the mix. Yeah, you know, I think with with how much Oklahoma State lost on defense, I think there was a lot of questions on that side. You know, Jim Knowles obviously goes to Ohio State. Um, they lose a lot of a lot of guys in the back end. You know, you think of Malcolm Rodriguez at linebacker. Um, all the all the defensive backs that they lost last year. I mean, even Tanner McAllister following Jim Knowles to Ohio State. So you know, I think they were they were definitely going to be in the mix this year still, just because of you know you bring Spencer Sanders back at quarterback, um, all the weapons that he's got on offense, just the experience that he brings. But you know. Again, we just we weren't sure if this was a legit Oklahoma State team because they really hadn't played anybody up until up until that Baylor game. So speaking of Spencer Sanders, he's one of the veterans across college football, obviously within the Big 12 as well, one of the better quarterbacks, of course. What were your takeaways from him in this game? Obviously, it wasn't the biggest game on the stat sheet for him, but he's been one of those, let's call him de facto leaders uh, for this Oklahoma State football team. And he has been for years. It just seems like even if he doesn't play up to speed where he's maybe throwing for 400 yards and maybe three or four touchdowns in a game, he still finds a way to get it done and just maybe gives this team a bit of a spark, don't you think? Yeah, I think he did a good job of just managing on the game yesterday and taking what the defense gave him. Obviously, Baylor's got a, a good defense under Dave Aranda, but, you know, he didn't force a whole lot. There was one, you know, he had the one interception, but it really wasn't a, 
bad throw. It was more of a, a great play by the defensive back for Baylor. So, and you know, going into this matchup in his previous four games against Baylor, he had 11 turnovers. So, you know, I'm sure that was in his head. It was obviously in the head of all the Oklahoma State fans going into the matchup. You know, if he would, if he threw an interception early, would it, you know, snowball into a downhill effect again, just like it did in the Big 12 title game? But, you know, he did a good job of, you know, just kind of taking what the defense gave him and, and, Again, his the big X factor with him is his legs um, and his ability to just extend plays and you know break out of the pocket when things kind of collapse there and you know pick up a first down here or there. Yeah, I think this was probably one of his more underrated performances you know that he's had in his career. Even though the stats weren't you know all that impressive. So looking at the Big 12 as a whole now coming after the weekend, of course, we mentioned Oklahoma kind of took a bit of a dip as well. Oklahoma State stays within the top 10 of the respective polls. Kansas looks like a legit football team all of a sudden at 5-0 and this year. So when you look at the uh, landscape of the Big 12, knowing that the Cowboys just beat the defending champion uh, Baylor Bears, I, I got to imagine Oklahoma State is now the Big 12 favorite moving forward with the remaining eight games on their schedule. Yeah, I think they're the favorite right now, but the way things have gone these first two weeks in conference play, I don't think we can really rule anybody out at this point. Um, you know, Oklahoma's still got a lot of talent on their roster, and they've got decent coaches, so I mean, they could easily turn it around and, you know, run the table and get back into the mix too. You know, Texas, when they get Quinn Ewers back, I mean, they're probably going to be one of the better teams again. Like you mentioned, Kansas, I mean, who who knows if they'll ever lose at this point. You know, you think of TCU even too, upsetting Oklahoma the other day. You know, they look legit as well. Um, it's it's just from top to bottom, it's probably, you know, the best conference. You know, when you think of from the first team to the last team, one of the better ones in the country. I'd be remiss, of course, if I did mention Texas. And of course, as you as you just said, when they do get Quinn Ewers back, inevitably, they are going to be a better team and they just beat West Virginia over the weekend. So I'm looking at, I, I just kind of keep it within the Big 12 right here before we uh, talk about bigger picture stuff. I'm looking at this Big 12 conference. Again, we just mentioned Oklahoma State is probably the favorite, but the other teams, Kansas, TCU, Texas, all like legit threats to them as well. Baylor, still in the mix, even though they just lost to Oklahoma State. And of course, you, you never know with Oklahoma as well with all that talent they have on the roster. So as a you know, as a as a member of the media who does cover the Big Twelve, and you know, obviously in particular Oklahoma State with GoPokes.com, but the Big Twelve very interesting this year. And I feel like it's a conference that many did not expect to maybe be this competitive or maybe even this good, if we want to call it this good right now. All the attention, of course, on the SEC, on the Big Ten. Maybe now some attention going over to the Pac twelve based on USC's performance this year as well. So, I mean, what's your take on the Big Twelve conference through the first couple of games in conference play, and I guess kind of just overall through this twenty twenty two season so far? Yeah, you know. Some of the big surprises, obviously, Kansas. Um, you know, I wasn't too high on Texas Tech or even TCU um, in their first year with new head coaches. You know, I w- really wasn't sure how they would do. Um, you know, both those teams look look pretty decent, even though Tech lost this weekend uh, at K-State. But, you know, I kind of worry that, you know, as far as their playoff hopes or anything like that, that they might beat themselves up. And, you know, the conference champion might have two, three losses and they're not going to have a shot at, at getting into the 14 playoffs. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, Oklahoma State or, or uh, a TCU or somebody can, you know, continue to continue to win and, you know, not get upset or anything like that and get to the conference title game with one loss and, you know, still have a shot at, at getting into the playoffs. So we'll step aside and take a quick break. On the other side, we'll talk about the college football playoff and what it means for Oklahoma State and vice versa. Of course, keep it locked here. This is the College Football Daily right here on 24-7 Sports. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Cody, let's circle back to that college football playoff conversation right there. Again, Oklahoma State undefeated top 10 team. And you mentioned it before how the Big 12 kind of usually beats itself up and kind of plays itself out of the playoff picture again with only the four teams at the moment. No two-loss team has ever made the playoff. I'm not not, not picking two losses for Oklahoma State quite yet on their schedule, but it just seems like, as you mentioned, they probably do have to go maybe 13-0, 12-1 to get into the playoff. 11-2, probably not going to get it done, particularly with the Big 12 with the way it is right now. seems like everybody's beating each other up right now except Oklahoma State and Kansas, as we mentioned before. So, I mean, what is the expectation now for Oklahoma State when it comes to the postseason later this year? Yeah, I think right now, obviously, expectations are, you know, get back to the Big 12 title game, finish this time, you know, get that win. And I think last year, you know, if they do get that touchdown late and, you know, they don't get stopped at the, you know, one inch line or whatever it was, I think they probably get into the playoff and maybe they pass up Cincinnati. You know, if they can get back there and win that game, I think they'll probably have an outside shot, you know, just depending on how, you know, other conferences shake out and everything. But, you know, just kind of looking ahead to their schedule, they've got, they got to play at OU. So obviously big bedlam rivalry game there. Um, and then they've got to go to Kansas and to Kansas State too, back-to-back weeks. So, you know, both those programs look, look pretty good this season too. So, you know, there's there's the schedule's only going to get harder from this point. I mean, obviously going down to, to Waco and, and beating Baylor was was a good win. But, you know, like Mike Gundy said in the post game, every week is going to be like this. They're going to be, you know, hard-nosed games that, you know, you can get out to a big lead, but it's not going to be over. You got to finish games. So, you know, it'll be a grind here. And especially because, you know, Oklahoma State had their bye week right after the non-conference schedule. So they've got nine straight weeks now of, you know, Big 12 games without a break. So, yeah, it'll be a grind for sure. Well, you mentioned the road games coming up, particularly against Kansas and Kansas State, which are obviously big games this year based on the quality of those football teams. And, of course, going at the rival Oklahoma. It just seems like now the strength of schedule argument is going to be in their favor, even should they drop one of those games. I feel like at this point, maybe if they get, if they do get into the Big 12 title game at, let's just say, 11-1, and one, and they do win the Big 12 title, they're going to have a realistic shot at the playoff, no? Yeah, I think if they're if they win the conference and they've got one loss, um, you know, I don't see how they they're keeping them out. Um, again, it just depends on how you know the Big Ten, the SEC, and, and the Pac-12 shakes out, um, and even the ACC with Clemson too. I mean, the win that they had on Saturday as well. So, you know, but I think if you're if you're a one-loss conference team, you probably have a decent shot at, at getting into the playoff. So, an undefeated season, also, you can't rule that out as well. So, yeah. I want to talk about Mike Gundy as well, though, too, because again, this is a team that has never made the college football playoff, and again, there's a lot of teams that have never made the CFP, of course. But 
it only being four teams and being pretty much dominated by three schools at this point, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and obviously you can throw Clemson in there as well. So those four teams have basically been the teams that have mostly run the CFP. So it would bring a, a fresh face to the CFP. But for Mike Gundy, I mean, is there an expectation that he has to take this team, maybe even this year, to the playoff or at least down the line? Because he's been the coach there for a long time. He, I mean, he's probably going to go down into the Hall of Fame one day at the school. But that's the only thing that seems like it's eluding him right now is a playoff appearance. I mean, th- does he need that this year or within the next couple of years? Yeah, I think expectations right now are, are you know, what fans are wanting is, is just a conference title. They haven't had that since 2011. So, you know, I think, you know, if they can just worry about winning the conference title, you know, not worrying about what comes after that, um, I think that's kind of where their mind's at right now. But, I mean, like you talked about, Gundy's been there since 2005. He's accomplished a lot, but, you know, they only have that that one conference title or conference championship. So I think fans are kind of wanting some more. And I think, you know, as they keep winning, and move on with the season expectations are only going to get higher well he's oklahoma state's favorite son for sure so i'm, I'm not going to I'm, I'm not going to put him on the hot seat or saying that this <laughs> yeah. could be the end of his tenure of course you know over 15 years into it but i mean is is there a point where if gundy let's just say can't win the big 12 this year is there a point where the administration him come together and say you know what we, we, we can't do this for much longer because we keep coming up short or is he just going to be like you know what I'll step away when I'm good and ready. You know, I think the relationship that he has with with the administration now is the best that he's ever had. You know, a couple years ago, um, I think before last season, they got got a new AD um, and a new president that, you know, and he's talked about it multiple times, just the relationship that they have, the communication that they have is better than he's ever had. And, you know, honestly, I think this is probably the happiest he's been since he's been here. Um, You know, and obviously it's been 16, 17 years now. So, you know, I don't think... He's he's never going to get fired. You know, it'll take, you know, three seasons of, you know, losing record for that to happen, maybe. And even at that rate, he'll probably just step down and realize, you know, he just doesn't have it anymore. But, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday or the other day when they when they beat Baylor that, you know, this might be one of the better stretches that he's had in his career. You know, you think about the season they had last year. You think about the start that they've got this year. You know, if they can get back to the Big 12 title game and, and you know, back-to-back seasons, you know, I think this might show that, you know, Gundy's still got plenty left in the tank and, you know, isn't going to be going anywhere for a while. Would you say this is Mike Gundy's best Oklahoma State team in his tenure? Not yet. I think last year's was still one of the best ones, um, just the, the defense that they had. You know, this year's offense is a lot more improved. They're able to go more up-tempo, you know, with the health that they have on the offensive line and, you know, the receivers that they've got. You know, that might actually balance out, you know, kind of the, the step back that they've taken on defense. And I think as the season goes on, that defense will continue to continue to improve. Um, and, you know, they might be able to push for, you know, beating out last year's teams as, you know, one of the better ones he's had in his career. Cody Nagel of GoPokes.com, our Oklahoma State 24-7 site. One more for you, Cody. I just wanted to get your expectation where you project this team to go, let's just say, over the next couple of weeks and how you see them finishing at this point here in 2022. You know, I think probably 9-3 and three, um, regular season. I, I just really worry about how the Big, Te- Big 12 is going to shake out. You know, I think every week is a grind, but I think, you know, nine and three, 10 and two is probably the most, most likely scenario for regular season. So we'll see where that leads him possibly to another big 12 title game, maybe a win this year for Mike Gundy and crew, Cody Nagel with me on the college football daily. Cody, where can everybody find you and your work on social media and online? Yeah, you can follow me at uh, Cody Nagel um, 247 on Twitter. Um, and obviously go poke 247.com for you know, all the Oklahoma state coverage.
Best Oklahoma State coverage you can find on the internet for sure. Cody Nagel with me on the College Football Daily. Cody, thanks, man. Appreciate the time as always. Thanks, Nick. And that was Cody Nagel on the College Football Daily. I am Nick Costco, your host once again on this Monday, October 3rd. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this video on YouTube. And of course, wherever you may get your podcast, if you're listening on your device or computer as well, Apple, Spotify, wherever the case may be. Once again, I am Nick Costco. Follow me on Twitter as well at Nick Costco 59 on Twitter. And be sure to give our social media channels on 24 7 sports a like and share and follow wherever you might find them on social media that's gonna do it for us this has been the college football daily right here on 24 7 sports